Welcome to Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. If your friends go and jump off a bridge, I guess you would be right there with them. My dad used to say this to me when I was a boy. He never accepted the idea that I should do something because other people were doing it. I had a friend in Alaska who used to boast about not playing stickball in the New York City streets when he was a kid. I never played it, he would say. Why would I do that if everyone else was doing it? If I saw everybody going in one direction, I'd go the other way every time. I don't know why that was, but I always did. I just wanted to be on my own. And he has remained on his own all his life. He's now in his 80s and never worked at a regular job, not a real job, not ever. His refusal to go with the stickball kids reminds me of a trip my wife and I took to Greece many years ago. We were taking a class on education and drama at the American University in Athens. We traveled around Greece with our instructors and interpreter as part of the class. Part of the traveling included visiting some of the Greek islands. Crete was on our itinerary. It was the place where Nikos Kazantzakis was buried. He wrote Zorba the Greek, among other great books. I loved his stuff and had read them all. When we came to Crete, he was on my mind. When we got off the ship, a bus stood ready to take us on a tour of the island. It is the same with almost all tours. That is one thing I hate about cruises. A cursory glimpse of something and then the curio shops. We came down the gangplank and turned away from the bus and walked down an empty dock and off into a small side street. We soon found a cab and I asked the driver if he knew of Kazantzakis. Both hands came off the wheel, and he turned to face us and exclaimed, Ah, you know Cousin Zuckus. I must take you to his grave. It is the very best view in all of Crete. You must see it. Well, he drove fast and talked even faster. We twisted and turned our way up a road to a cemetery that stood at the very top. He told us of all the people he had taken to this place, and how so very many of them knelt and wept at the grave. We stepped into an empty parking lot. We entered the cemetery and saw a cross made out of what seemed to be driftwood sitting at the far edge. At the base was a flat slab of stone with an inscription. I couldn't read it as my Greek was non-existent. I carefully copied the letters, and our interpreter later translated it for me. I hope for nothing. I fear nothing. I am free. Cousin Zakis was a Christian communist. How is that for a mixed description? When he died, the Greeks refused to allow him burial on the mainland because of his communist connections. Regardless of his beliefs, he could certainly tell a tale. It was a beautiful moment that remains fresh in my mind, and it came about by not jumping off the bridge because everyone else was. 
A similar incident followed my time spent with the good Swami in Kathmandu. After our sessions in the library and our enlightenment moment, he said that he wanted to show me his Kathmandu. We then roamed to the part of the city where the untouchables lived. It was illegal to maintain a caste system, but it existed nonetheless. We met and talked with people trying to break out. I bought a rug that was being woven by the untouchables as they were trying to develop a skill that would bring them an income. Of course, they were not supposed to be weaving. That was way beyond their station in life. But they were trying, and I still have the rug today. Other people in my monkey study class were visiting tourist spots and buying curios. They were so jealous of what I was seeing. One dark night, he had me accompany him to a Hindu religious ceremony for just sadhus and take photos. Then he had me give a lecture on American values at a hotel. He arranged it all, starting with giving a long, chanting Buddhist prayer. It was followed by music from a snake charmer and boa constrictors rising out of woven baskets and vibrating to the sound waves. I had to follow all of that. Not easy. But all of this came from taking a different road. It really has made all the difference. When the end nears and you ask the question, did I live as I wanted or did I do what I wanted in my retirement years, it would sure be nice to be able to answer with a firm yes. It's a golden time when our children have grown and left home. Our parents no longer have a deciding grip on our choices. And we have seen our last teacher and our last boss. We come as close as we are going to get on this side of the grave to what Kazanzakis claimed in the last phrase on his tombstone. We are free. Best take advantage. You can rate and review this podcast on iTunes. This is Retirement Talk. If you have a story that you think our listeners may be interested in, please contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.